Welcome back to Clone Dance Party, everybody. In this episode, governed by sound reason and true religion. In this episode, we find out where Kira's gone. We learn a bit more about Mrs. S. We discover Helena and her backward secrets. And Cosima gets to make crazy science in her own lab. I'm Liz. I'm Janice. I'm Lynette. And I'm Matt. Welcome, Welcome, Matt. Welcome back, Matt. We're so glad to have you here. And for those of you who have been following our podcast and noticed that there was something of a big break between January and now, um, sadly, the day we were set to record this originally, back in January, we found out that our fearless leader and wonderful watcher, Bob, had passed away. Since then, we have been trying to get control of the RSS feed and come to terms with our own grief over losing such an important part of our lives. We are finally able to get back to recording. If you are not part of our Facebook group, you should definitely go and join us. It's Clone Dance Party on Facebook. Uh, We have a wonderful memorial set up for Bob, and it gives a full explanation of everything that's happened. So in the meantime, Janice... Lynette and I will continue to podcast. It might not come out as quickly as Bob did it, uh, because it will be up to Lynette and hopefully fairly soon myself, mm-hmm. uh, once I learn how to edit, <laughs> to be taking care of everything. Thank you for sticking with us, those of you who have come back and those of you who have just started listening and uh, didn't notice the gap. Uh, you will notice quite a gap without Bob here. So thank you for all of you who sent in uh, condolences and feedback and love for all of us uh, while everything was happening. And those of you who are part of the memorial we did, it's meant the world to us and it's really helped us to keep going. And your love and friendship really encouraged us to keep doing this uh, for you guys and for Bob. So I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who listens and who's been a part of all of this with us. Uh, You guys are the best. Clone Club, you dragsters, you guys are all the best. Thank you so much. Yeah. I really want to, and we really want to just give a big shout out to Nutty for really getting us through this and uh, helping us get this all set up. She's been fantastic. So thank you, Nutty, for doing that. Yes. Thanks, Nutty. Nutty helped set up the memorial we did, and she's really helped us with the backstage stuff, the iTunes and the backstage part of podcasting that we just weren't caught up on yet. Nutty, you're the best. We love you. You will know, yeah, you will She helped us set up the website. You will notice we do have a different website. And we'll, we'll post links again. So you have them? Yeah, post. we'll post links again. And we also have a new email for feedback, clonedancepartyintrocast at gmail.com. Um, and then there's, of course, always the Facebook. And that's the same. So, yeah. And that's the same. We're not changing that. Let's get into it. Well, it's a pretty uh, jam-packed episode, but aren't they all? But... Boy, there's a lot that went on in this puppy, didn't it? Yeah, newbie, what'd you think? Oh, my God. Yeah, lots of good stuff. Uh, of course, my favorite part was the ending because, you know, <laughs> hey, no more Thomas. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty oh, happy about rinse. that. I believe you're, the line that I've been waiting for you to hear came up in this episode. Uh-huh, it did. It did. <laughs> was that the one about Cosima? Yep. Yep. So, you're gay. My sexuality is not the most interesting thing about me. My sexuality is not the most interesting thing about me? Is that the one? That's the one. That's the one I've been waiting for. I love it. It's so fantastic. It's so true. I knew you would. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, it was perfect. 
really good episode. It is a really good episode. And Angela was in it way too much. See, I thought after this long break, we would come back and Elizabeth would have learned to like DeAngelis. Matt, honey, you are adorable and insane, (laughs) and I love you. I will never like that heinous person. So what were your thoughts, Matt, our wonderful guest? Of course, I'm just happy if there's a lot of Allison. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of Allison. <laughs> a lot. So, and of course, I love the uh, the ending too. That was a good ending. The great ending. I got a real Children of the Men vibe from that. I don't know if you guys <laughs> have seen that movie, but have, has anyone seen the movie Children of Men? I no, I haven't. Okay, well you have you have to go see it. But okay, there's a sequence where they're at a farmhouse, an English farmhouse, takes place in England the lead character is uh, smuggling somebody out and, and like a car won't start. And it's the, I just got that same vibe, like a mm-hmm. uh, re- rebel in, in a farmhouse, English in the woods, people are trying to escape kind of in the cover of night. Got, got a very similar vibe. She's just a little girl. We were all little girls once. I like this one. Meaning what? Anyway, nice. I digress. Nice. Go oh, watch that movie. It's so good. You're you're on a podcast, Matt. The point is digression. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Janice, where where are you feeling on this episode? Oh, I liked it a lot. It was great. Even though Helena lives? Yeah, well, I mean, that happened last episode, so I'm over it. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> kind of. Not that I like her, but, um, but yeah, I'm kind of over that. Um, yeah, I just, I just thought um, the whole mystery with Mrs. S and what she knows and what she doesn't know really deepened. And uh, I just really yeah. wanted more of that. And, of course, Alice, you know, the, the scenes with Allison and Felix were great. Yeah, there was the humor and there was the the suspense and there was the nastiness of Giangelis. What 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 could be more? How could you ask for anything more in an episode? <laughs> it really, it was a lot of good Felix and Allison time. It it was and excellent Feebut. Oh, oh yes 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 oh yes nice nice excellent nice, nice. excellent Feebut. Yep. I guess that goes on the count now, doesn't it? it does. Oh, are you counting that? Uh, we we yeah. keep talking about it, but I haven't actually counted them. But we have fee butt and then fee's fancy panties. Yeah, those are cool. <laughs> and of course, so, you know, and I'm really happy. I'm so happy they didn't drag out the Donnie thing forever. I'm so glad that she found out Donnie was her uh, monitor. Yeah, monitor. Yeah, monitor. The monitor. The monitor. I'm glad they got that over with pretty quick. Donnie is your husband. Ainsley is your monitor. No, no, I yes, was wrong. No. I was, I was wrong, Felix. Vague text messages. They, they don't prove anything. You have a history of jumping to monitor conclusions. I am too. Although it makes the whole Ainsley thing, yeah, extra horrible. It does. It really does. <laughs> it was Donnie all along. Okay. 
I killed Ainsley. No, no. Yes, darling, I did. No. Yes. Well, I mean, not really, you know, just like hardly. Oh, God. I'm not sure how Allison even keeps functioning after finding out she did that, but. Liquor. Yeah, yeah liquor. A yeah. lot. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's the cure. Yep. And kids, that is not a cure. No. No, it is not a cure. Except for uh, your Allison. <laughs> liquor and community theater. And community yes. theater. With her acting coach. Who likes, yeah. Oh, that guy. Well, her no, acting coach Felix, is Felix is the, yeah, Felix yeah, is the Felix acting is coach. The acting you mean the director. With the, the, yeah. the hand on the, the bus? Hands. Yes. The hand the breathe hands. from your ass. Like, who breathes from your ass? It's called farting. <laughs> He just bugged me so much. <laughs> so creepy. But yeah, I was most excited about the Mrs. S stuff. Yes. A lot of depth there. Yeah, she's badass. So she? much. She, oh my God. And she's a good actress. She really she's is. She's amazing. She did not miss a beat when uh, Sarah showed her that picture. No, she didn't. No, she did not. Yeah. No, it was so good. The bird watching. I like how that was a cover this whole time. Oh, yeah. Because I'm, I'm pretty gory. I liked it when she, you know, did that. The stabbing the hand. Yeah, the stabbing the hand. I don't know. Right? Okay, it's losing points for that on, you know, from my point of view. This The first time I saw this, it was on, that the second season was on kind of contemporaneously with uh, Game of Thrones. And uh, in Game of Thrones, there's a stabbing with a table, you know, a cable knife. And I'm thinking, oh, what yeah, is yeah. this? Game of Thrones? I didn't like that. So so Janice doesn't like the, the violent deaths as much? Or or the 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 what the torture, I guess. I mean that's kind of I mean it wasn't do- torture for the sake of torture, but it just was really unpleasant. It was very brutal. Yeah. It was brutal. It really was. And she left it in there too, but you yeah. know that's what is that the second time we've seen that hand thing go on because the dick got it with the uh, nail gun. Tomas? No. No. Um, the boyfriend. Vic. 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 Oh, Vic. Yeah. Yeah. He got he got his hand nailed. So yuck, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> but I like to see Mrs. S like take care of the whole thing. I think that's what I liked is that she just like yeah. she's a badass. Yeah, and when she mentioned Project Lita, I don't know what that is. Good. Yeah. What did I write? I wrote, oh, Brenda found God, who apparently is rich. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. Not my boy. Not my boy. Tell me why, after all we have been through together, why? A lifetime of bluster about change and justice. While we starve for our troubles. God, dear. I found God. It turns out the Lord has deep pockets. You sold us to the Prometheans. Now, you tell me, who are these cursed children you brought into our lives? The project leader. 
I don't know what that is. Good. Like, that's just... After spending your life trying to rescue people from people like the Proletheans and then to turn into Proletheans like that, like, that's just... Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> That is, I kind of didn't trust Brenda from the start, though, but I think it's because she's been in something else where she was untrustworthy. Mm-hmm. And so look- it was one of those, like, you're just never trustworthy when you're in stuff, so I just I don't think I'm going to like you. Yeah. I looked at her IMDb credits. She hasn't done very much of anything, really. Then she might remind me of somebody. She probably reminds you know I mean? of somebody. Like, and yeah. then it's funny because she comments on her own IMDb page. It says, can she act? Her name is Nora. I can't pronounce her last name. But then her... Anyway, sorry. <laughs> she's no, she's nice. hardly been in anything. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that She just reminds me of somebody who's just... Or it could just be she's a really good actress and she just played the I'm slightly untrustworthy vibe really well. Could be. Could be. Because I kind of got that off of her too. It's like, this is kind of weird. These guys are being way too nice, you know, for not seeing her forever. The music and the lighting and just the direction, I think it gives you this sense of dread. Mm -hmm. Everything about the show gives me a slight sense of dread. Mm -hmm. Well, Felix's butt doesn't, but... No. That's a nice butt. It is a nice butt. It really is. Um, And I also like Kira. Like, we need to go, Mom. Yeah. Like, this is, I saw that picture, something's hinky, I don't know what's happening, but this is not the place for us. Yeah. And I like that she listened to her daughter. Yeah, definitely. Kids are oftentimes intelligent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that was really interesting. I was struck by the fact that she she chose her mom over um, Mrs. S. Considering that, you know, Mrs. S. had been the, more of a constant in her life, it seems, than her mom. Yeah. Right, but I think she was also concerned about Mrs. S because Mrs. S brought her to that house. Mm, yeah. And she was uncomfortable there. She didn't trust the people there. Right. And Mrs. S didn't catch on as quick as Sarah did. Yeah. Right. Because um, I know we keep saying that Kira is special, Kira is special. So are all of the clones. It's true. Like, they all tend to have a little bit of a spidey sense that they've been told to ignore their whole lives because you're told to ignore that as you grow up. Kira's still young enough that she's allowed to feel uncomfortable when she feels uncomfortable without being told she's overreacting. So hers is just a little bit stronger because it hasn't been beaten out of her. But there's no way that Sarah could have lived as long as she has, the way she has, with the people she has, if she wasn't one step ahead of them or didn't have that sense, that self-preservation sense. And the same with uh, Helena. And even uh, Katya knew, I think before the the little saying, she knew that it wasn't Beth. So I really think that all of the clones are, have like a spidey sense. They just use it to differing degrees. What do you guys think? I think we're all stunned into silence. (laughs) Okay. No, I think it's. Yeah, I think you're right. They do seem to be. Uh... Like with the exception of the lung disease, they all seem to heal pretty quickly as well. Right. We are seeing a pattern develop. 
I think they're paranoid at this point and paranoia and, and breeds suspicion and that's it. that's keeping them unawares or yeah. Yeah. Huh. Heightens their awareness more than the average person, but I don't know right. if that necessarily means that they are somehow gifted in some way. Just that they're living in a heightened place compared to other people. Yeah, but paranoia and suspicion isn't always correct. They seem to be correct a majority of the time. Some of them are. It's, Allison it's, well, is not. <laughs> no, but Allison, she, Allison and Kasima both grew up fairly comfortably. They grew up with, you know, parents in, you know, middle classish type homes. They went to college. They didn't have to rely on a spidey sense to live. Whereas like Sarah and Helena did. Right. But that could so be their... a little bit more, uh, more developed because they had to have it to live. But that could just be their background and how they grew up. Not so much their clone DNA, unless I misunderstood what you were saying, just entirely possible. I think, I think it's a little bit of both. I think what I was saying is that the clone DNA has given all of them like heightened, spidey sense because I can't come up with anything else to describe it but for like Allison and Kasima who grew up in more stable homes they didn't need it so that gift kind of fell by the wayside now Kasima's still pretty sharp and she still knows when shit's going downhill before it goes downhill but like Allison doesn't like she just never needed to have that she never needed to nurture that gift whereas the other girls the other clones did like Felix grew up in the same exact house the same way as Sarah and he doesn't have the spidey sense he's completely oblivious like Allison I think it really is part of the cloneness the thing that helps them heal quicker and you know look alike could be could be could be we will see won't we yes yes we will so what did you think of Cosima uh, with uh, Dr. Leakey I liked it. I like when she was like, oh, she stole your pass card, really? Yeah. And then she was all proud of Sarah. Yeah, that yeah. was great. Yeah. Well, what, you're accusing me of colluding with Sarah to, to I'm sorry, shit kick Rachel? Well, I don't know. Why would I do that? Alice, Sarah, she's, she's a con artist. She fooled us, too. Did she? She stole your pass card. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, n none of us ever trusted her. That was awesome. But I did not condone that. I had no idea she was doing that. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> but she did that, huh? <laughs> I really like that. And I have to, I kept having to tell myself that it was, you know, it wasn't the same clone pretending to be two different people. It was like two different clones. Like Sarah was the one who actually took the card. And Kasima's the one who's commenting on it. Yeah. 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 Well, Tatiana Maslany is such a good actress, she finally won an award. Oh, what she did, did win that. What did she, she win? Uh, 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 the equivalent of the Screen Actors Guild in Canada. Oh, yeah. great. Yeah. Oh, she definitely deserves that. She I know she really does. does. She's amazing. She should, she should have won the SAG. She really should have. In fact, she, yeah. should have been, she should have been nominated for Best Ensemble. <laughs> <laughs> Really, yeah. Her, her herself and herself, I mean, yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> but yeah, she should have been nominated for Best Ensemble. But she, they, the, the show was nominated for the SAG, wasn't it? 
Yeah, it wasn't so was she, but she uh, she didn't win. Mm. But she won in Canada. Because sometimes Canada gets stuff right. Sometimes. Don't tell she, them that too often, though. She was cast <laughs> in some sort of Star Wars something or other. I don't follow Star Wars, so I don't know, but she did get some sort of choice movie part. So Yes, she did. That's, and Matt, get on that. That's great for her, but, of course, I don't want her to disappear from my TV screen for ten episodes she's a not, year. She's not going to. And Matt, get on the Star Wars thing. Nah. Nah, give me that. I've seen them. R2-D2 is my hero. <laughs> I would I would probably go see her Star Wars, but I don't know. Is it a spinoff or not sure what it is? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a spinoff of the new ones. It's a it's a thing. I don't know what's happening. Um, so Helena, Helena, is a scientific marvel in all of the possible ways. Not only is she the identical twin of a clone, all her shit is backwards. Yeah, <laughs> completely backwards. Just like she Catherine O'Hara. Fancy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, so that's how we—that's how she lived for so long. Is uh, she wasn't being stabbed in vital organs, as we all thought, because <laughs> that's not where her vital organs live. On the other side. There we go. And uh, oh, what can I say about Mark? Mark, Mark, Mark. He is a creepy mamba jamba. Uh huh. Now, which one is Mark? He is the one that uh, he was. He was way back in the season one, and we couldn't figure out who he was. He's the one that came and got Helena out of the hospital. Okay, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was he it, in season one? Yeah, I briefly, I believe so. Here, let me look on here. It'll say. But I, I don't like his hair. His hair no, is I don't like his. And I don't face. like. Very him. odd. I think, though, finally in this episode, rewatching it again. Mm-hmm. I think I finally realized what it is about him and that actor that, like, freaks me out so much. He looks just like my best friend's husband, only his eyes are open wider. Oh. Like, my best friend's husband just has naturally, like, smaller and squintier eyes. Mm-hmm. And so he looks like Wesley if Wesley constantly was, like, over-exaggerating open eyes. Mm. And I think that's why it freaks me out so much. Well, you know, you know who his character reminds me of? Uh Remember the stand, the guy who played the outcast nerdy guy who was in love with the farm girl. You guys ever watch that? Yeah, the, the part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah, totally ballistic. He reminds me of him a lot. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. The hair is just—it has. His to hair go. is like um, gelled or something. It's oh. like styled old-fashioned. Like he put yeah. pomade in it or something. Yeah, pig grease. Yeah, he. He probably did put pomade in it. In the front, well, I mean, it's all curly. I don't like it. Well, of course, he's going to be old-fashioned. Look who he's trying to get in with. Yes, I mean, that They're not makes, exactly makes on the sense. forefront of society. No, it makes it makes total sense for the character. I'm just saying that it's... Creepy. It's creepy, and I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. I have you no guys problem say, with his face. Yeah. You guys say it's pomade. I'm thinking it's pig grease. <laughs> Well, I don't know. With, you know, the other stuff that scientist preacher man was doing, it could be pig other stuff. <laughs> could be. Ooh, gross. <laughs> yeah. I was really grossed out that he was holding that, whatever that was, needle or injection thing in his mouth. It's a... Yeah. Even though... Yeah. Syringe. I guess it was a syringe, maybe, or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, even it, though it was before yeah. it went into the 
cow. I was just still like, oh. Because it's probably been in another cow. Well, yeah. Oh. Oh, you know it has. Yeah. And I think that they are incredibly dangerous uh, because super religious who believes in science. Oh, that is dangerous. And who believes that their science backs up their God. 1,400 acres, supporting 40 souls. God smiles on you. Well, farmers pray more than most, but it's not worth the breath without hard work and basic biology. Agrosciences. And while I know many people who are like that, who believe that all of the wonderfulness of nature proves that there's a God and God helps with science and evolution and all of that, and they are fine, upstanding citizens of society who don't go around trying to do weird shit to clones. Um, For this case, because they are fundamentalists, Mm -hmm. they are super dangerous. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know I was wrong. He was saying last episode. It wasn't last season. It was last episode. Sorry. Feels like last season. It did. It's been a while. (laughs) Yeah, because it's been a while. Yeah. 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 I thought it was interesting that the daughter is her. Is it Gracie? Gracie. She yeah. referred to Helena as it. Yeah. yeah. And I thought that's really odd. Yeah, and how Tomas refused. Well, refer- Tomas, yeah, to but Tomas has has dealt with Helena for a while. Um, but you know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe she hadn't even seen her yet. So she just heard about her and she's called it an it. But, you know, I find it, you know, I can't imagine if you see see one of the clones, you would you would say an it because they would seem so they would they would be humans. You're not their abominations. Right. In in their religion, even though. Science pastor, whose name I cannot remember to save my life is all about saving Helena and is excited that she is the twin of the mother, which freaks me out with what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, they are abominations. They are not creatures of God, according to their scripture. Now, science pastor believes that science and God go hand in hand. So for him, it works. But I bet you everybody else on that compound does not see it that way. They don't mind the animal husbandry so they can have enough food and money to live their life and all of that. But when it comes to people, nope, she is an abomination. Ooh. And abominations are not people, therefore they have no gender and therefore they are it. Hmm. Okay, the guy you're calling science pastor, whose name might be Heinrich, mm-hmm. is he Gracie's okay. father? Yes. It seems odd to me that a child uh, would have opinions so divergent from her parents if he's so adamant that she's just that Helena's just a human and she's not an it it's very strange to me that she would call it it yeah but he's not the only influence in her life yeah but so it's you know you tend to take your parents right. until you I come mean, to I... a certain age and get away from them you tend to whatever they believe you sort of adopt mm-hmm. right but there are occasional rebels. Yeah, but it seems like they're le- less likely in a place like that. 
That's, mm-hmm. I guess that's, I guess Matt's hitting at what's bothering me about it, you know, her calling it an it, because like you said, she, her, her, where would, where would she get that idea? Mm-hmm. Who, who is, who, what other influences could there be in, on her life? I mean, and it's possible that there is something that we just don't see, that there is, was some rebel, but still. Um, I think if we had, had one, a scene, go I'm ahead. sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say, if we had had a scene between Tomas and Gracie where he was telling her, now remember what I told you, or stuff like that, and then they kind of like showed the father interrupting, and then they sort of like backed away, like we were just kind of, we weren't really talking, that could have set up an idea that Gracie had, that's where she got this diverging opinion, but the fact that her father seems to be like head guy there, and he is not anti-Helena, for her right. to be anti-Helena, seems really yeah. weird to me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That didn't really bug me. Mm-hmm. I didn't really really think about it, but uh, now I am thinking about it. I wonder if it's I just, a clue later or something. Well, they live on a compound. There's a ton of other people. And yeah, her father might be the leader and he might be like the big role model in her life. But as a young girl, she doesn't spend her time with her dad. Not in that society. She spends her time doing laundry with women and cooking with the women and whatever. And while mom seems to be okay, the other women might not be. Hmm. So even though her dad's the leader, he's not going to be her biggest influence. Not, not when she's a girl, not in that society. Mm-hmm. It'll be the women doing the laundry and the cooking and the cleaning and the people she's spending all of her time with. She's not in there helping dad with the animal husbandry. You know, she's getting lunch ready for Helena. That is a good point. Uh, they do have Mark. Mark is the one who's with uh, the pastor doing the animal husbandry, and you know I think of you like a son, and you're the only one who can do this, and you're my shine and hope. Oh, good Gracie, you've brought the food like a good little girl should. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like for me, it's just if she were male and doing that, it would be really weird because her father would definitely be the biggest influence in her life, but. As she is a girl in that society, she probably doesn't spend much time with her dad. This compound reminds me of the compound on Big Love. And like you said, they keep the men and the women separate. But on that show, it seemed like even though the women were amongst themselves, they always took their cues from the men. Like whatever they said, the the elders said is what they believed. Hmm. It's a little strange. Um, I just want to point out that Peter Outerbridge plays Heinrich and I know him from the third season of Millennium, where he played a guy named Special Agent Barry Baldwin. And he is my least favorite character on the show. I hated him so much. And now whenever I see that actor, it's just like, oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I have that. Not about anybody specifically on the show, I don't think. But except for if I see DeAngelis anywhere else. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there are some people who are like, I just oh, yeah, I hate you because you were that. Mm. Identify him so strongly with a certain character that I can never shake yeah. it. I was watching an old episode of House the other day, and Riley was on. Oh, oh. really? Oh. And I was like, of course you're a whiny army guy. Jeremy Sisto was, was another guy that because I hated him so much on Six Feet Under. <laughs> <laughs> so and of I thought that was in this. I thought it was pretty. Uh pretty cool the way they got uh, Sarah to hook up with Kara, don't you think? The whole hotel thing. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. Yes. I liked the way they did that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A really nice hotel room, by the way. 
yeah, separate bedrooms and was. a kitchenette. Mm-hmm. Didn't yeah. look so nice from the from the outside. Yeah, yeah, but you go inside, it's like, well, yeah. impressive. Exactly. Well, I think Mrs. S knew that Kira would be uncomfortable with death. Um, it he, was that guy. Was it death? That was death, wasn't it? That was death. Yeah. He so. plays. He plays death on a uh, supernatural. Yeah. And oh. does it very, very well. So good. Oh, he's the good fried cat. pickles. I love him. Yeah. Oh, he's a great dad. So good. Uh, but yeah, he. Uh, I think Mrs. S. Nukira would be uncomfortable. Like having to share a room with him or being that close to him, so she made sure that it was somewhere Kira would be more comfortable. Could be. It's just that the outside didn't match the inside, and nothing like the TARDIS. No. <laughs> <laughs> so why do you? How do you think Daniel find found out about the hotel, the motel? I don't know. Has he got a tracker on maybe Art? I don't know. He might have a tracker on Art or Sarah. I mean, they're trying to find Kira also because she's super important to them science-wise and to get Sarah under control. Or Sarah, I mean, Sarah was definitely trying to stay under the radar. I mean, she's just, I mean, in the last episode, oh, I'm trying to think. Okay, the last episode, there's the diner incident, Mm -hmm. and then... I guess, okay, and then DeAngelis and Art catch her somehow, but they don't turn her in. So I guess maybe Daniel could have somehow tracked her that way. Well, yeah, DeAngelis could have have stuck something on her. That's true. But also, Daniel's really good at his job, and he's a Cylon, so... (laughs) That's true, that's true. I mean, really, he could be just siloning his way through all this. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. No, but I think uh, Daniel wouldn't be Rachel's puppy dog if he wasn't good at shit like that. Mm. Well, he's so he's. A, I mean, he he might just be sitting in the background, a couple car lengths away, following. He could have feelers everywhere. I mean, the dyad is half Illuminati, half the Initiative. Yeah. So, I mean, you throw in, there's a number yeah. of ways he could have gotten there. You throw in a little wolfman at heart and it's, there you go. That's Daniel. Yep. You know, and that's what, now, did I, am I remembering this wrong? But Art asked him something about, he, why are you following me? I thought you were a lawyer. And he said, I was that day or something. Did I remembering that wrong? So get your hands on the car. Can I help you, Detective Bell? I have a permit for that. You're a private investigator this time. You're going to regret this, professionally speaking. No, I don't think so. I think you're remembering it correctly. Yeah, no, I think that's what happened. Okay, yeah. He's uh, like a jack-of-all-trades then, is he? Yeah. Ooh. I thought the person in the feedback who said, like, why did Art feel like he had to, uh, you know, handcuff the guy? Was right on. I mean, did he really need to do that to... He didn't want Daniel to see the the hotel room at all. I mean, there was no reason why Daniel should see the hotel room, but he doesn't need to arrest him or handcuff him. Yeah, he does. Why? Dominance. Oh. Ah, that's true. 
That is. I got here first. This is mine. You are not a part of this. And to show you that, I'm the boss. I'm going to put you in a position of submission. That's true. Just so you don't forget who is actually in charge here. I don't know. It seems to me that Art being a policeman could could have done that without doing something so um, so kind of over the top that got him in trouble. See, handcuffing him to me, not at all over the top. Now, shooting him, <laughs> maybe over the top. Physical violence against him, yeah, over but the top. The guy, but handcuffing him? the guy hadn't done anything wrong, and he certainly hadn't... Um, Sure he did. He what was following he... a cop. That's illegal. Is it? Oh, okay. Had no idea. And he could have assaulted Art. I don't remember if he touched him or not. Like, there's there's lots of reasons that Art could have easily had an excuse to handcuff him other than get the hell out of this situation. Yeah. No, Art has been told to stay away from this case, right? He's been kind yeah. of... So... This act of handcuffing this guy, if this guy is a lawyer, he could, I mean, he could pursue some sort of avenue with the police department that is going to cause Art to be suspended or or worse. Art needs to be a little smarter about these kinds of things. Yeah, but he's in the clone club now. And if you're in the clone club and not a clone, you're not bright. I mean, you, you, you end up losing a few points because you're so wrapped up in trying to take care of these girls that you don't think about anything else. Well, and, and when I was talking, I got the impression that he's pretty much sure he's lost his job anyway, and he's just going to just take care of these. what's going on. I mean, that's kind of the feeling I got. I could be wrong, but he was, like, not really all that concerned with what they thought. Yeah, Art is more concerned with taking care of Sarah, finding out exactly what happened to Beth, and getting Kira back. He's he's not worried about his job. He doesn't see his job as an asset and how it could help them. He just sees it as a hindrance right now because it's rules and shit he has to follow that he doesn't want to. At least that's how I see it. Art still bores me, so whatever you say, I, I agree <laughs> with. <laughs> Can we talk about Allison now? All right, let's yeah, talk about no, Allison. Yeah, talk about Allison. She's amazing. That's it. That's all I have to say. I love <laughs> I love so her little breakdown. Time out. I love the play. The way the director with his little, how he tented his hands like that, so pretentious. And of course now she has a new friend. Oh, but before the play, they went to the funeral. Yes. I thought it was very funny that her kid stole Ainsley's flowers. And she's like, (laughs) oh God, put them back. I don't need any more negative attention drawn on me. (laughs) Right, but anybody there who sees her kids, who are obviously really young... Um, no, it's... get mad at them for doing something so silly. Like, I think she was more concerned than she should have been. Because I mean, even the priest was like, "No, it's fine. They're kids." Ainsley would like, oh no, you know. No. And I but mean... it's it's the 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 mothers, the other mothers are looking at her, going, "Oh, you see what kind of mother she is. See what yeah, kind of wife yeah. she is. She cheats on right. her husband, and she lets her kids just run amok." It doesn't matter that their kids are doing the same thing, probably. But it's, oh, just look look at Allison. Mm-mm. Failure. Yeah, they're just looking for whatever they can yeah. once it gets started. Yeah. I thought, it, you know, it was it was so interesting. Like, Donnie is so sweet. You know, he's 
like, oh, I wouldn't blame you if you wanted a drink right now, you know, because of the way people are, you know, the other the other wives are are treating her and talking about her, and then you know how quickly that turns around. I mean, not Donnie, he's not that he changes, but it's so sweet and she's appreciative, I think. And then then she sees that the uh, the messages and she's like, okay. If you wanted to have a glass right now, I wouldn't blame you one bit. No, no thank you, Donnie. I think I'll stay clear-headed indefinitely. <laughs> it just changes and changes on a dime. She grabs a drink. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I like the look on her face as they leave. She's got this look on her face like, oh, you know, I've I've been so betrayed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she was she was pretty upset, which I mean, every right to be. Don't get me right. wrong. So what did you guys think of um, her confession to Felix? That was a great scene. <laughs> that was great. It was Donnie all along. I killed Ainsley. No, no, Yes, I Donnie, did, no. yes. Well, I mean, not really, you know, just like hardly. Oh, God, you they're like, no, and Felix is saying, no, no, it's not your fault. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It is, but <laughs> it's pretty cool. That was that was pretty wonderful. They're easily my favorite duo on oh, the show. Oh, they are. Yeah, no, they really are. I love watching oh. those two together. And I like that, well, do you have any ideas? No, I think I just need to drink a lot more, and then, then I'll and have then an idea. I'll have an idea. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. So the green phones didn't last long, did they? The who? The green phones. No, they oh, didn't. Yeah. I feel like we need to talk about Cosima and Delphine more, but not like they had the calmest storyline this week. They really did. They just got to make crazy science mm-hmm. and their really old laboratory that Cosima is just not impressed with. Not at all. And then Rachel gave them some redacted health information that's probably going to be of no use mm-hmm. and was like, so you dig chicks, huh? <laughs> and that was like, <laughs> I love that. It's like, <laughs> oh, like you could see her keeping like a running tally. Like one is an alcoholic. You are a lesbian. One is a con artist. One is insane. Yeah, like, <laughs> I know it. Like, Oh, I assure you, the original stock was very robust. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was. Yeah, the so line. it's obviously the cloning that that. Uh, yeah, did... something went wrong with you bitches. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously, I am totally fine. No, because I think she is the original. But you think Rachel's the original? Oh, she could be. Okay, could be, could be. I'm thinking. And I don't remember, so. <laughs> so does anybody have any more big points they want to make? Mm-mm. This is not a, a big point, but I think it's interesting that Cosimo walks pigeon-toed. Oh, excellent. Excellent. I knew Wait. there was something different about yeah. her walk. She does. They all have a distinct walk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Allison has that rod up her back. <laughs> she has a rod up her back and her steps are very mincing. Yes, kind of, yes. Kind of short. Mm-hmm. 
It's Sarah's kind of has a more of a masculine walk, I think. She does. Slightly more of a strut. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Right. I'm not sure what you call what Helena does. I don't know. It's something very bipolar and weird. I don't know. It's kind of like everywhere. She, she like, she has a very wide-legged, not bow-legged, but wide-legged, like, almost, like, stomp. Like, the walk that Allison was doing when she was trying to be Sarah that's actually Helena's walk. <laughs> <laughs> it's very much a predatorial and animalistic base level kind of walk. Yeah, very base level. Not really. Almost like I just learned how to do this. Yeah. And I'm just going with the flow of the body, you know? Yes. And, and, and her emotions are so exaggerated in her, in her body movements. It's really quite uh, interesting to watch. Right. Like a character actor almost, you know? Yes, very much so. Yeah. All right. All right. So, um, do we want to do rating and quotes? Alrighty. Let's start with quotes. Let's start with quotes. Yes, because okay. because there are often multiple quotes. Okay. So, Lynette, why don't you go first as our newbie? Alrighty. Well, I only have one, and it's mm-hmm. because for my favorites scene after uh, Mark shoots old Thomas in the head and it's Heinrich's, it's a brand new day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he Anton sugared that guy. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Uh, Okay, this is Felix to Allison. You have a history of jumping to monitor conclusions. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. That was excellent. Matt? All right, this is Rachel and Cosima. I hear you're very clever. Yeah, I was clever when I was like six. Yeah, that's a really, really good one. So uh, my favorite is Cosima. Um, my sexuality is not the most interesting thing about me. Yeah, that's. I'm gonna get a t-shirt with that. <laughs> I've said that. I have said that so many times in my life, or something similar. Ooh. Like, in fact, I think I said that exact thing the other day at work when me and one of the meat guys were checking out the same girl. Because <laughs> <laughs> he looked at me and he was like, really? what, what, what? what? <laughs> You're married, just, what? <laughs> what? That is not the most interesting thing about me, dude. Come on now. And I just walked off. Yeah. <laughs> funny. But now he comes and finds me if there's cute girls. So that's fun. What do you think, huh? <laughs> yeah. He comes over. He's like, did you see her? She's on aisle six. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> It's pretty funny. Are there any others? Any backups? Any extras? Yes, I have a backup. This is Kasima and uh, Rachel were were really good. Okay, this is uh, hello. This is Rachel. Hello, Rachel Duncan. And Kasima says, "You sure are." (laughs) That was really good. I really enjoyed that one as well. You're right. That was good. I love that the scene with the two of them was really good. It really was. It was really good. I have one, but I have to find it. Hold on. What, are you new here, Matt? <laughs> I, I only wrote down half of it. <laughs> well, let's hope you can remember the other part. I'm playing the video right now. All right, okay. It's the reverend at the funeral. He says, and some of us remember book club, or as Ainsley called it, full contact reading. <laughs> we remember Ainsley's warmth 
or devotion to family, to community. We remember early mornings with the Bailey Downs Ice Queens, long evenings on stage rehearsing various theater productions. And some of us remember book club, or as Ainsley called it, full contact reading. That was good. Yeah, that was good. That was the stupidest thing you could have said. Oh, you gotta start a book club, but call it full contact reading. Uh, oh, that's so great. That's awesome. That is hilarious. If I, I ever do, one... that's what I'll call it. Yeah. I have one more. This is Felix. Um, when he's he's walked into the uh, arts apartment, and Sarah's there, and he's uh, Felix says, "Can't believe you let a cop into Clone Club." Oh yeah, that was <laughs> that great. Was good. That was great. And this isn't like a specific quote, but any time that Mrs. S calls uh, Sarah chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that. I know. She's always calling her chicken. It's kind of weird. It's kind of cute. It's adorable. It just, oh, that just, I, it makes me fuzzy inside. Aww. All right. So rating. Lynette. I'm going to give this a nine. Pretty green clone phones. This is pretty awesome as far as I can tell. Okay. Yep. Janice? Uh, I'm going to give it uh, 9.5 awkward hugs between Allison and community theater Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Very nice. I thought it was a great, a great episode. Um, There are a lot of, there were a lot of good scenes. There was a lot of funny stuff between Allison and Felix. There was um, a lot of drama, a lot of mystery with uh, what was, you know, what Mrs. S knows or doesn't know. Um, but I'm um, taking, you know, 0.5 off for the um, uh, usually uh, impaling people with cutlery. Ah. Matt? I like this one a lot. A lot happened. All my favorite characters were in it, and Paul was not in it. So <laughs> that bumps it Good way up. Good point. <laughs> Yay! Great Allison-Felix scene. Just great Allison scenes. And uh, the Cosima scenes. Good stuff all around. I'll give it nine and a half out of ten. Knives and forks in places where knives and forks should not be. Ha-ha! Oh, you thief. I did not even miss Paul until you said that. Yeah, see? <laughs> um, okay. He, he I... and Art and DeAngelis can get into a car and drive off a cliff as far as yeah, I'm concerned. I agree. Oh, I love Art. Nope. I love Art, I don't too. like Art. We'll see. Maybe my well, maybe I'll wrong. come around on him. You're wrong, and it's okay. <laughs> We're all allowed to be wrong sometimes. <laughs> I find him too surly. That's, That's the, I think I the like bothers him. me. See, all the facial expressions are just too... Uh, he puts put on too hard, you know that stern thing. It just looks really. I, that's why I like him. Oh really? Uh-uh. He's really? so grumbly. I just wish there was a little more there, there, a little more dimension to him. I'm not really sure I get what he's about. Yeah, all the characters would have that issue, though it seems like. But no, I know what you mean. I I don't feel like his char- He is actually owning his character somewhere. I think he's not quite found his place with it. It feels mm-hmm. weird. And now that the Beth plot is over, this he feels his presence feels kind of extraneous. 
Mm. Well, but they'll find something for them to do. It's okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to give this episode nine fee paintings. Oh. Mm. Out of ten. Um, just because I love the football placement. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was that good. Was, that was an interesting pose. That was uh, that was pretty good. Very, so, very artsy. Yes. Let's do scenes, Lynette. My favorite scene, well, it has to be at the end when they're in the barn. <laughs> and he shoots him in the head. <laughs> Cause wow, really, you are violent. No, I just really hate Thomas. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's all. I'm just glad he's gone. <laughs> oh, Lynette. Oh, it's like, finally, somebody just gets rid of him. Janice? Um, um, gosh. Well, I guess I'll go, I'm going to go with the scene um, between Allison and Cosima. Not Allison, um, Rachel and Cosima. Oh, that was a good one. I just That was really good. I really enjoyed those scenes. And I'll go with... Allison's confession to Felix. Mm. Oh, good. Another yeah. great one. That was good. Um, I'm going to go with Kira telling Sarah um, that she's concerned and that she doesn't think that they should be there. And then everything that happens after that, the stealing of the truck, mm-hmm. Mrs. S going all badass and letting him leave and, and all that. That was... Um, huge Mrs. S information and development right there, and I just, I really dug it. Mm-hmm. All right, so clone and non-clone. Me first? Yes. Well, I'm going to go as my favorite character is Mrs. S, because I really like that she got so much more depth, or we found out so much more about her. A lot of the mystery isn't gone yet, but we sure know a lot more about her. And uh, mm-hmm. she did a great job. She was a real badass, so... You know, and she went from being really concerned and sweet with Kira and Sarah to being like, you know, well, I don't know, a murderer, <laughs> you know, pretty quick, you know, getting her information that she could. And so let's see, my favorite clone and non-clone. Gosh, that's a hard one, but I, I really got to go with Allison and Felix because I really love the way they play <laughs> with each other. It's really cute. It's really, they really put a lot into the whole show. I agree. They're great together. Mm-hmm. Janice? Oh, gosh. I would l- like to choose someone other than Felix and Allison, but their their scene was just so good. Um, I'm going to choose both scenes. I mean, um, well, all of Felix's scenes I thought were really good. Um, so I'm going to pick him as my favorite favorite non-clone and Allison is my favorite clone awesome okay Matt Allison and Felix everybody's doing that that's cool alright yeah. well I'm going to be different um, my favorite non-clone is Mrs. S ah. and my favorite clones are Sarah and Cosima not that I don't love Allison, don't get me wrong, but I just loved the the Sarah and the Casima stuff that happened this episode too. Mm-hmm. Here, here, agree with you. 
right. And so, Janice, do you want to read the feedback? Sure. Just give me a minute. Okay. It came in two, two um, emails. Yeah, is it, two is emails. the second one the, the, is, is it the same person? No, it's uh, Harold. I forgot to put that part. Okay. All right. So the first feedback is from Heidi. Hey, guys. I'm sure this will be a difficult one, but I'm glad you are continuing with the podcast. I have managed to catch up and will try to email for future episodes. And now to this episode. I love the scene with Sarah, Art, and Felix before Sarah and Art head out to try and find Kira. Felix is really worried and letting it be known. Then Sarah tells him she needs him to tell her they'll make it to Costa Rica, and he does. I really love their relationship. Allison in a musical never and will never get old. It's just so much fun. And then we get Allison and Felix. I'm glad she confided in him. Too bad DeAngelis didn't find Helena at the hospital. Maybe we wouldn't have had to put up with her anymore. Donnie is finally caught for sure this time. I have no idea what useful information they've got from Donnie because he is pretty useless. Mrs. S gets more and more shady. Kira really is very wise for a little girl. She knows they need to leave, even though Mrs. S. has been the constant parent in her life. And then Mrs. S. surprises me completely by basically helping Sarah escape with Kira. I felt so bad for Allison when Felix didn't help her. I wonder where they plan to go in that beat-up truck. I can't really comment, comment on what's happening with Helena because I have no idea what's going on there. I look forward to your thoughts and theories. Until next time, Heidi. And then we also got some something from Harold. I already sent in my thoughts about Bob's passing when you did the Google Hangout, but I do want to add that it was an honor and a privilege to get the opportunity to be a guest on your podcast with Bob, and I am happy that I was able to occasionally get a laugh out of him when you read my feedback. He will be missed. Some quick thoughts. I don't know what Daniel was doing at that motel, but he wasn't breaking any laws, and I think Art was a little too quick to manhandle him. Your careful observation that Helena is left-handed has paid off. Now you know which side to shoot her on. I definitely don't want Mrs. S. teaching my kids table manners. Yikes. I think the point of the tiny liquor bottles is to keep you from drinking too much, it kind of defeats the purpose when you guzzle one after the other and add a pill chaser. So thank you for sending in your feedback. And actually, we just we have two more emails that I just found, so I'm going to go ahead and read those. Okay. Um, we have one from Caitlin, Caitlin Logan. Um, Heyo, this is a bit of a cleanup episode from last week, but it was definitely interesting. Man, oh man, does Mrs. S kick butt? Yes, barely violent. But it, she, but it shows that she'll give no quarter to those who cross her. In my opinion, what her actions come down to are her loyalties to Kira and Sarah. Well, more so to Kira, but hey, the kid's just so adorable. I'm just hoping Mrs. S. uses her badass powers for good in the future episodes, despite whatever secrets she holds. With the clone club all split up at the end of the episode, I'm seriously worried about Allison. She has been... The most fascinating to watch as her world is continually pulled apart. I can't say she's been graceful, but she's resilient and entertaining as heck. She really needs the support of her clone club buddies, though. 
There is no way she can swing this on her own without making even more of a ridiculous mess. Cheers, Caitlin. And Nutty says, I love what's in Helena's pockets. Kira's situation looks creepy. It plays with the emotion. It plays without emotions well. Donnie is pushing Allison to drink. Not cool, enabler. Play Sarah is giving off a SWF vibe. Her play is crazy too. And Donnie is a rat. Love how Felix is the Alfred of their group, or Q, knitting everyone out. Can't believe you let a cop into the clone club. I knew we could trust. We could still trust Mrs. S. Benjamin is death from Supernatural. He's a really cool character there. When Kasima talks about sterilizing crazies, she's referencing a real and serious eugenics program that's part of Canada's history, and it was really sad. Love how Kira is in the safe house. Felix and Sarah landed in when they came to Canada. That's really neat. Felix's plan to catch Donnie is so good, and I love him painting Teddy. The smiles on Ted- the smile on Teddy's face is just great. Farm people are wackos. I remember when I first watched this, I didn't believe the reverse organ thing, but I looked it up. It's completely real. Not just with, ki- with twins, but common. I was clever when I was six. Kira is a reader. Love is. Kira is a reader. Love it still. Mrs. S is also sharp. She knows when something is up, which is awesome. Also, Mrs. S is scary. So glad she's on the clone side. Well, Kira side at least. I love that she and Sarah can form a trusting conversation with just a look. She trusts Sarah to take care, and Sarah trusts her not to follow Nettie. Awesome. Thank you. So yeah, thank thank you. you guys so much for sending in your feedback and for continuing to be a part of this podcast and um, encouraging us without pushing us to get back to it when we were ready and letting us know that you'd all be there. Um, It's been wonderful and heartwarming and um, I'm really glad we're doing it though. There were a couple of jokes that I made that I was sad when I didn't hear Bob's laugh. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I know it's going to be a little while, but Thank you all for sticking with us and uh, for being a part of this. We love you so much. Um, And does anybody else have anything else they want to add? No, I agree with all of that, and we'll see you all very soon. We'll see you all next time. And in the meantime, remember, if Kira says something is weird, get the hell out of there. (laughs) Thanks, Matt. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you, Matt.